So we had uh, the opportunity to have Brittany Trafton speak. And the thing that I said when I introduced her was that um, I knew how much she loved the Lord and I knew how much she loved others. And to me, that's more important than anything. Um, She is a very educated woman. She's been to Princeton, no big deal. But she loves the Lord. And that's what I want you to hear today when she speaks. The Lord speaking through her. So please, let's give a a warm welcome to Brittany Trafton. Good morning. This morning we're talking about integrity. Integrity, to be honest. To speak and to live out truth. Integrity. How is it that you want your life to be? Do you desire some sort of an inner peace, like a deep inner peace? Do you desire to trust people and to be trusted? Do you desire peace and a confidence in your daily living? Then live by integrity. When I know that I've been less than honest, it hangs on me. And it sets me off kilter and it's like this dead weight is on my shoulders. And I know that until I set it right, it's just going to torment me. To lie places a burden on our shoulders. Think about a time that you've been dishonest and you haven't told the full truth. You've tried to hide hide part of it. How did you feel after that? Did you feel empowered because you had the authority and the choice to not disclose the truth and to lie? Or did you feel nasty because you know that somebody walked away from you deceived and they didn't get the truth? And then the flip side, when you did tell the truth, how did you feel in those moments when you chose to do the morally right thing Did you think, ugh, I wish I hadn't done that. I wish I was still living in the lie. Or was there a sense of freedom and a lightness of heart because you told the truth? John 8 does speak about knowing the truth and how the truth will set us free. I can remember when I was a kid, I told my dad a lie. I'd carved my name in the windowsill of my grandparents' house. My name, I was the only one named Brittany. And I told dad it wasn't me. Not one of my brightest moments, but I lied. I've since made it right with him and told him the truth. But I can remember, I was little, but I, my grandmother died when I was seven. So I was, it was before that. I can remember that weight hanging on me as a child. But I can also remember telling my parents the truth about something that I did not want to tell them the truth about. And the instant freedom that I felt and the release because I wasn't living in this weighted down burden of hiding this lie from them. Keep that idea in your mind, that sense of when you live by integrity, when you tell the truth, the difference that you feel inside that peace. I've often said to people that if I could bottle something up and give it to people, 
It would be confidence in Christ. Confidence in Christ. If you don't know whose you are because of who you, if you don't know whose you are and who you are, that assurance of salvation, you're going to struggle. If you have confidence in Christ, you know who you are in Him. Living out of that confidence, the knowledge of the heart that your salvation is real. There is something that took place in your heart when you accepted Jesus Christ and you live out of that. You're empowered by the Spirit. We spoke this weekend about Ephesians 3.16. speaks of being strengthened in your inner being by the Spirit. When you wrap your head and your heart around the fact that Jesus Christ died for you, so you could be forgiven from your sin, so you could have life and have it to the full, as John 10.10 tells us, through the empowerment of the Spirit. When you wrap your head and heart around that, there's no telling how God could use you in the world. A confidence in Christ because you know the transformation that the blood of Christ accomplished in your life. Because of that transformation, you walk changed. You walk in boldness. Not in arrogance, in boldness. Because of who you are in Christ. Because of who your creator is, who your savior is, who your empowerer is. An example of living out of this confidence in Christ is living by integrity. So summary and foundation, from having this foundation, this confidence in Christ, it's from this that I want us to work from, of using integrity as an example of living that out. And then build into the idea that living in integrity, it builds trust in your community. So integrity... If I could bottle something else up and give it, it'd be integrity. Living out integrity comes from who we are in Christ. We feel safe in Christ. And when we sit in that truth, regardless of what's going on out there and around us, regardless of what somebody said about me or did about me or did to me, I'm Christ. The walls start falling down. Because you don't sense that you have to be defensive. Christ is your defender. Whatever is truth, that's what you're to desire. And to tell the truth at all times, it becomes second nature. There's peace, too, that comes in telling the truth. Proverbs 10.9 Whoever walks in integrity... Whoever walks in integrity walks securely. But whoever takes crooked paths will be found out. From this foundation of confidence in Christ, a life of integrity, external and internal can be lived. Living a life of integrity, it's an example of what it is to have that confidence in Christ because of his blood and because of the work of the spirit. So I want us to work through three ideas of integrity. One, the external integrity. 
telling the truth. Internal integrity, dwelling on the truth. And then third, the internal integrity made into external, being inwardly who you are outwardly. So one, telling the truth, external integrity. A life of integrity, it looks like someone who says, I'm going to tell the truth regardless, regardless of how difficult it is. I'm going to tell the truth about my shortcomings, even if I'd rather defend myself. We fear to tell the truth often because it causes some kind of tension or someone may disagree with me or someone, some sort of fallout might occur. Why do we lie? To self-protect ourselves, to preserve ourselves, a sense that we're going to gain something by avoiding the truth and avoid telling the truth. We tell a lie to protect ourselves. But what did Proverbs 10.9 say? Whoever walks in integrity walks securely. But whoever takes a crooked path will be found out. When you have confidence in Christ, all can attack you, all can hate you, tensions can abound, conflicts just constantly rise up, but you are secure in knowing Christ has you and you have him. I know that rolls off the tongue easily, but it seems to be honest in those moments is harder. We know that scripture tells us that the truth sets us free, yet we lie. Yet we lie. People know that one sins, they're going to be made known sooner or later, but we hide from them and we still lie. Proverbs tells us whoever walks in integrity walks securely. But whoever takes crooked paths will be found out. The lies are going to be found out. They're going to be brought to light. So why is it that we try to hide them? They're going to be found out, but we still tell them trying to protect ourselves. That's short-term thinking that has a long-term effect. I have been more embarrassed by getting caught in this lie, some sort of a lie, than by just telling the whole truth right up front. You think it's just a simple lie, but it's going to come back to bite you. At the beginning, I asked, do you desire an inner peace? Then live by integrity. Tell the truth. Live by integrity. Proverbs also tells us, chapter 2, verse 7, God shields those who live by integrity. God is your shield. He defends you, not yourself. We are called to tell the truth, to be honest, and he'll shield us in that. He'll defend us. But we so often accept this idea that we can shield ourselves with our lies better than our creator can. Scripture, it tells us, tell the truth, God will shield us. We'll walk securely. Live by integrity. Scripture also tells us that Satan is the father of all lies. It's a basic truth to tell the truth is the way to go. Yet we yammer on about the Israelites and how silly and stupid they were 
of that for 40 years they went on just doing the same thing, but yet how different are we when we hear the truth to tell the truth and we don't follow that truth? Hold on to live, hold on to the biblical truth to live by integrity externally, to tell the truth. It's the way of Christ. And in that, God shields us, God defends us, and he aids us in walking securely when we live by integrity. A second form of integrity, dwelling on the truth, that internal integrity. Philippians 4, 8, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, Think about such things. What are you dwelling on in your mind? What are you putting your thoughts to? Is it truth or are you telling yourself lies, either about yourself or others? Do you think that someone's some horrible individual? When are they actually? But you've convinced yourself in your own dwellings of your mind that they're horrible and they're out to get you. Is that really the truth? Ask the Spirit to make you aware of your thoughts. You're thinking and convict you if those thoughts are not truthful. What we dwell on, it impacts us immensely. To live by integrity is to dwell on the truth and to cast out all that is not truth. From what you think you begin to act on, If you think that someone dislikes you, you're most likely not going to run up and give them a hug. You're going to be different toward them. But they may not dislike you. They may have zero issue with you. If you think that you have no ability, if you're believing that lie, then you're going to act differently. You're going to think that you can't do anything when that's just not true. If you think that the blood of Christ forgives others, but not me, you're going to act like you're not living in Christ's salvation. We must dwell on what is true. If you keep reading in Philippians 4, on in verse 9, Paul says, whatever you've learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice. It was in verse 8 that we heard about what Paul told us to think on. So put that into practice. Romans 12, 2. Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. If you're dwelling on things that are not truth, your mind will be conformed to the patterns of the world. Paul says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. We can renew our minds by thinking on those things that are true and good. At the beginning, I asked, do you desire an inner peace? Then live by integrity. Living by integrity is living internally. Internally dwelling on truth. When we dwell on that which is true... There's an internal peace through the spirit that comes. You worry less. Our what ifs about the future get put in their proper place. 
hold on to the biblical truth, that to live by integrity, to think about and to dwell on truth is the way of Christ. Ask for the Spirit to replace those lies with truth. So external living to tell the truth. Internal living to dwell on the truth. Now for internal integrity made into external. Being inwardly who we are outwardly. I went to school in Kentucky and did my MDiv there. And one of my good friends, she's from down south. And one day she said to me, bless your heart, Brittany. And I thought, what a nice thing to say. And then I found out that bless your heart coming from a southern does not mean bless your heart. It has a much more, you bozo, kind of feel to it. And I don't say that to hit on Southern people at all, but yet it's an example of the external living being different from the internal. Are you going around saying, bless your heart, but really you're thinking, you bozo? (laughs) Or are you giving and doing for other people, but inside you're begrudging them? Or how about when we say yes to doing something, but we're really cranky about it? Don't say something that sounds kind, but inside we're thinking something that's unkind. That's a contradiction. Proverbs 23, 6-7 reads, Do not eat the food of a begrudging host. Do not crave his delicacies, for he is the kind of person who is always thinking about the cost. Eat and drink, he says to you, but his heart is not with you. Are you saying to people, here, here, have this, yes, have more, yes, I'd love to do that for you. But your heart's not in the serving with the people. Ask the Spirit to make you aware if your external living isn't matching up with the internal If the two, the external and internal, if they're not in line and in sync, then we're not living out in integrity. Rather, we're living a lie. We're living a contradiction. From having confidence in Christ, knowing who we are in Christ, gives us a foundation to live by integrity. From that foundation in Christ and by the Spirit, we can live by integrity. To live by integrity, we toyed out three ideas. The external living. Tell the truth. God is our shield. He will aid us in walking securely when we live by integrity. Internal living. Dwell on the truth. Think of what is true and good and be transformed by truth rather than being caught in the worries of the lies and have our mind transformed. Third, internal integrity made external. Being outwardly who we are inwardly. The outer you ought to mirror the inner you. And this is living by integrity. Over this weekend, we we alluded to this, or I alluded to this to a certain point, that that living by integrity, if you want to look into that more, study the Sermon on the Mount. If 
5 to 7 in Matthew. And Jesus talks about, you've heard it said, do not murder. But I tell you, do not be angry. The murder's the out. The anger's the in. Jesus is concerned about the inner. He's concerned about the external. But from the inner comes the external. From the foundation of confidence in Christ, we can live by integrity, internally, externally. And an outcome of this living in integrity is trust. I hear people say, I don't trust people anymore. I can't trust them. I've been hurt too many times. And what I've come to understand within that statement is one of these senses of integrity got messed up. Either a lie was told and they've been hurt by that. Or they're believing some lie that's just not true. Or they've been on the receiving end of that good deed that had strings attached. And it hurt. And it messed up trust. If we're honest, we'll be trusted. If we aren't honest, why would someone trust us? Rather than living in that ickiness and the guilt-ridden nonsense and that heavy burden that comes on us when we lie and the deceit that kills trust, live in the integrity, the internal, the external, and build trust in your community. Living into freedom that comes with truth. And there's that sense of fresh air breathed because the truth was told. And I'm not living a lie. Scripture tells us to throw off all that hinders. Lies hinder. (laughs) You think of just having a conversation with someone. I can't remember what I told them. It hinders just in your focus in that one conversation. They weigh us down, but truth is freeing. This isn't meant to be a message about go and confess your deepest, darkest secrets. It's a message about your day-to-day living. Do we tell the truth? Do we think the truth? Do we live out the truth? Do we say what we mean and mean what we say? Are we being outwardly who we are inwardly? If you tell the truth and live by integrity from the get-go, those deep, dark secrets, they stop building up and weighing you down. There may be things that you need to confess, and I pray that the Spirit will convict you accordingly. But this isn't meant to be a message about your past. It's meant to be a message calling you into your future. Confess what you need to confess, yes. But today onward, tell the truth. Dwell on the truth. And live internally and externally consistent. And it will build this community of trust around us live by integrity those of you who are supervisors and bosses 
A trustworthy employee is priceless. Do you want someone to follow you? Be a trustworthy boss too. A trustworthy pastor is priceless. A trustworthy counselor, trustworthy banker, lawyer, judge, doctor, mother, father, teacher, accountant. When we live by integrity in our community, it just builds this trust. A trustworthy friend is priceless. Brother, sister, son, daughter, husband, wife. They're priceless. Live by integrity and build trust. A few seconds of courage. A few seconds of courage to tell the truth and to be honest can literally rid us of months and years of agony and guilt and lies. And then those few seconds of where you choose to tell a lie, it has the opposite. In those few seconds that it takes to choose to be honest and to do the right thing, it can develop a long-lasting trust Instead. So, in closing, from confidence in Christ's work with the Spirit's power in our life, strengthening us in our inner being, we can live by integrity. And in living by integrity, we build this amazing community of trust. Would you rather live in that weighted burden of a life of lack of integrity or live into peace and freedom of living a life of integrity? The choice is yours.